Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. January 4th, 2021. Why the VMVPD business model is broken. As it turns out, VMVPDs really did not offer much of a fresh start for the multi-channel video industry. As these services emerged, the hope was to offer consumers better price value bundles by starting the channel offerings from scratch. For the most part, that hope is gone, and the VMVPDs are looking more like their predecessors, albeit with better interfaces and features, less RSNs, and the ability for consumers to cancel, churn at any time. Cable network owners, the programmers, have ensured that the quote-unquote rules of the wired MVPD world have not changed in the streaming world. Case in point, today was a big day for Viacom CBS's Sherry Redstone and Bob Backish, clearly demonstrating the strategic merit of combining Viacom and CBS in December 2019, with Viacom's cable networks gaining carriage on Hulu Live, thanks to the power of the CBS network and stations. Retrans leverage, even though Congress never intended for retrans to be used, abused for cable network carriage. Similarly, in mid-2020, YouTube TV added the Viacom cable networks as part of their CBS network and station renewal. VMVPDs now represent about 15% of total multi-channel video subscribers, with the two leading services, Hulu Live and YouTube TV, representing nearly 10% of total multi-channel video subs. The power of bundling broadcast and cable networks is strikingly obvious, as it always has been. VMVPDs have realized they cannot grow meaningfully and reduce churn without a wide array of content, aka the bundle, or certain key networks, which unfortunately come with other networks that the distributors may not want. While most VMVPDs bill themselves as sports-focused, that is really spin and is factually untrue. In fact, the only multi-channel video platforms that offer all sports networks are the legacy facilities-based MVPDs, such as Comcast, Charter, DirecTV, DISH, etc. All VMVPDs are missing key sports networks, including regional sports networks. Major RSNs are missing from Hulu, YouTube TV, FUBU, Sling, etc. And even Turner Networks in the case of FUBO. The biggest problem facing VMVPDs. The major problem facing VMVPDs today, note satellite MVPDs face the same challenges, whereas cable MVPDs have broadband to generate profits and value is the power of programmer consolidation and bundling. VMVPDs found meaningful value in Scripps' networks, the price value, but after Scripps was acquired by Discovery, they were forced to take both sets of networks. Disney not only acquired the Fox networks, which are now part of any carriage negotiation, with Disney asking for upwards of $19 per sub per month for its broadcast and cable network properties, but it also continues to force in networks that very few consumers actually want, such as the ACC network. Even when MVPDs thought they could get away with not carrying certain cable network programming, such as Viacom's networks, the Viacom-CBS merger has made that impossible as highlighted above. T-Mobile also learned this the hard way when they tried to launch T-Vision earlier this year with non-sports programming tiered and were quickly forced to reverse course. The end result is that VMVPDs have no leverage to prevent ever higher programming costs, driving up retail pricing and making all the VMVPD offerings essentially look and feel the same. Not to mention the gap between the cost of a VMVPD versus bundled facilities-based MVPD offerings and broadband has closed substantially, 
albeit the VMVPD interfaces and functionality, remain superior. Not to mention consumers can sign up and cancel at any time, unlike the friction that exists in the facilities-based MVPD world. Force carriage as viewership shifts away from bundle. Just as VMVPDs and MVPDs are all being forced to stuff in more and more channels, the programmers who operate those networks are all shifting their most compelling content to streaming services away from the bundle. Disney Plus started the move, but the shift has expanded meaningfully with FX on Hulu, HBO Max, Peacock, today's Discovery Plus launch, and the coming relaunch rebrand of CBS All Access into Paramount Plus. The end result is that VMVPDs and their subscribers are being forced to carry, pay for more and more channels in a bundle that is being used less and less by consumers every day as viewership shifts to streaming. Beyond sports and news, it is no longer debatable where the most compelling content can be found. VMVPDs with sports are not a business as a standalone. Unless there's an ulterior motive to your VMVPD ambitions, such as YouTube TV's goal of bringing more ad buyers into YouTube's ecosystem, or Hulu's Live's goal of inflating ESPN's subscriber base, it is increasingly clear that a standalone VMVPD is simply a bad business. This help explains why Sony View was shuttered, why Sling has slowed its growth dramatically, why AT&T TV now has lost more than half of its subs from its peak, and why Fubo is dramatically overvalued at current levels. Philo may be the one exception to the challenges facing VMVPDs, and it is stuck to its unique offering of general entertainment networks without any expensive sports networks, no retrans, no national or regional sports networks, at a $20 per month price point. 